welcome to our next episode on teas and testimonies. This is episode three, and we are talking about the fruit of the spirit, which is peace. And today we have a very special guest. She is one of my dearest friends. We've been friends since freshman year of college, and it has been amazing. We still go on walks every other day, not every day, <laughs> but every other day. Um, and she's just so wise, and I cannot wait until you hear all the words of wisdom that she has to share with you guys. Um, and peace is like, oh, everybody just needs peace right now. And this is going to be like the best episode. It's going to be great. Hopefully, it just encourages you um, in your walk with the Lord and with yourself and with other people. Um, so, yeah, this is Rebecca Wood, and I just, I'm so excited. She's just such a light. She's so spunky. She's also secretly a ballerina, so if you ever see her on campus... <laughs> Just tell her to do, like, a cool move, and she'll do it for you. So, <laughs> it'll be cool. Um, um, so, today we are trying black cherry berry tea. This is actually my first time trying this tea, so I'm excited. It smells really good. It smells just like cherry. Um, remember, we're going on a detox from coffee, which is why this is teas and testimonies, and not coffees and testimonies, just in case you want an alternative to, like, sugary coffees and sugary drinks we don't have any sugar this is just black tea but it tastes so good so reba aka rebecca is going to try it for us and then tell us what she thinks about the tea you ready i'm ready okay hopefully it's not too hot because we did just put it in there but Ooh. i think it's okay you have to taste it and tell me what you think is it too hot no okay it's good. cool Okay, it's My really food. good. Okay, what does it taste like? I have had this tea before, mm -hmm. but I really like it because it just tastes like cherry, but not like cherry medicine. Yeah. Like a sweeter cherry. Mm. Like the cherries inside of the chocolate covered cherries. Mm. You know what I mean? That's good. Okay, mine is too hot though, so I can't even drink it. Like it's burning my, my thing for a minute. But I'm going to taste it and then be like, oh, it tastes so good. Mm -hmm. But that's good that it doesn't taste like medicine. Yeah. Because sometimes with cherry stuff, it can taste really sweet and weird yeah it's and not medicine. artificial tasting that's good okay so it's not artificial if you like real cherry tasting things and you don't like cherry medicine which who does um this would be a good 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 tea for you to try but now we're gonna get into our questions which i'm so excited about remember it's all about peace so as you're going through and listening to this just make sure that you're just like man i can't have peace and i can have god's peace and that is what reba is going to share with us today you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Reba. So, the first question always starts off with our, like, fun question. Mm -hmm. Or just a question that's more personal to you. Okay. What is a time that you were overwhelmed, you were stressed out, or you just felt like things were not working out, and you just felt God's peace in that situation? Can you share that with us? Yes. So, one of the main scenarios... This has happened to me a lot of my life. Mm -hmm. I get stressed out about a lot of things. <laughs> but one of the main times that I can think of is right before my sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. um, it was during the pandemic and I was at home in the summer and I was trying to decide, like you said, I did ballet for a long time and so I was trying to decide if I wanted to come back to Union for my sophomore year or stay at home and train and join a professional ballet company. And I just thought about that so much and I had so much anxiety about it because it would literally change the course of my life 100%. And so I thought about it a lot, but ultimately after a lot of prayer and after I made one decision and decided that that was the wrong decision <laughs> because I didn't feel peace, um, I just prayed a lot and the Lord spoke through other people and spoke through 
just my thoughts and my readings and yeah he made me feel at peace about obviously coming back to Union. Which so, I'm so happy you did. I know, me too, then me too. my friends. I, <laughs> I have so no sad. regrets about it. But That's so sad. Okay, well, I'm going to kind of go out of order since you talked about um, just finding peace in decision making. And mm-hmm. I know this was, this was like the last question that I no, asked. No, it's okay. I connected list. it. So. Okay, so how do you think that God confirms like our questions or our doubts or just things that we're asking him about by giving us peace in that area or do you think that confirmation comes from like different areas like how did you answer that question I am I I think that the Lord does confirm through peace a lot Mm -hmm. of times I think if it's just like a good feeling or a happy feeling about something then I don't think that's necessarily confirmation Mm -hmm. um because I think you have to pray and if your decision aligns with the word and it's not gonna like, harm you or interfere with anybody else then that's a good telling but then mm-hmm. also just like the peace of God because when I was trying to decide Valley Mag or Union like neither both of them were good and both of them were going to be very uplifting and I was going to be able to minister well in both of them yeah and so it wasn't like one of them was obviously wrong but I originally decided to stay at home and train and go back to dancing, but I did not feel peace about it. I went to work that day, and I was like, I don't think this is right. I was was freaking out. And so that was a really, really clear time for me because I was able to go back home and talk to my parents. And I think that God does use other people and circumstances and maybe like sermons and stuff that we hear to confirm things in our life. But ultimately... I think it is like the feeling of peace that you know you made the right decision because once I changed my mind and I was like, okay, I really feel like union is where the Lord has me, I did feel that peace. And like I have not regretted it since then. And so I think that's how peace is different because you can feel peace about something crazy that maybe the world is like, oh, well, this is a crazy time. Mm -hmm. So in like somebody's head, what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is <laughs> you can feel peace about things that the world might not feel peace about. And so that's how you know it's the peace of God. Yeah. It's because, like, he does confirm through that. Yeah. Feeling. And sometimes the things that God is telling you to do may be different from, like, whatever yeah. the world may want you to do. And exactly. so that's really good. And then I also feel like um, one of my mentors, or my only mentor, Miss Davis, she literally told me, like, God is not trying to hide anything from us. You know, like, he can make all the decisions that we have to make, all the things that we may be overwhelmed. Like, it's very, very clear, but we have to, like, like you said, go to his word and Mm -hmm. pray and just continue um, to acknowledge him with those things. Mm -hmm. And he will give us peace about where he wants us to go. Yeah, you're right. It's not like he's hiding from us, like, no, Reba, you need to go here. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to give you that feeling. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, he definitely directs us into where we need to go. Thank you, Reba. Okay, now... Peace is the big fruit of the spirit, and that can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. So what does peace mean to you, and what verses do you go to when you think about peace? Okay, so when I think about peace, I think about complete and utter like trust and reliance on God. Mm-hmm. Because just regardless of what's going on in the world or around me, because... I think that you can have peace in crazy times of life, whether it's a pandemic or 
really crazy test schedules, and I don't know, just various times when you might feel turmoil in your surroundings, peace is when you have complete and utter trust in God and know that even though all these crazy things are happening around me, like God is the constant in all of it. Mm -hmm. And so trusting that even though everything's crazy, God will see me through. Um, and so the, the main verse that I think about when I think about peace is Psalm 3, 5 through 6. And the version that I like have memorized in my head says, I will lie down and sleep in peace, for I know that you alone, O Lord, will make me dwell in safety. Mm -hmm. And the reason that is my go-to peace verse is because, <laughs> is because um, when I was younger, I used to, I was just a very anxious child a lot of the times growing mm -hmm. up, like as a young teenager in high school. Um, but I remember when I was like 11 or 12, and I was really scared to go to sleep in my new house because my bedroom is on the other side of the house as all the other bedrooms. And so I was just always so anxious to go to sleep. And sometimes my mom would sleep on the couch in the living room just because I was like, I'm so alone. Um, and it just made me really anxious. But we got this little Bethany Hamilton devotional, mm -hmm. um, like the server girl. Yes, and, surfer. Yes, yes. And so we got her devotional. And then one day I was about to go to bed and I just opened it to a random page and the verse like the heading of the devotional was something like sleeping in peace or something. And I was like, yeah. and the verse was that verse. I will lie down and sleep in peace for I know that you alone, O Lord, will make me dwell in safety. And so that's just always something that I used to recite as a little kid. And then I later learned, I didn't know it at the time, but the context of that verse, which is David is literally on the run from, you know, his son, I believe, yeah. who's trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's able to lie down and sleep in peace even though he's literally being hunted Ugh. for and like he's on the run from someone yeah. trying to kill him and so that's just is like the ultimate piece to me because yeah. even though he's literally on the run and he's getting still, hunted yeah getting hunted but he <laughs> to murder him he's yeah. still able to like lie down and sleep in peace because yeah. he just has complete trust in god man that is so good i have found a lot of comfort in that verse as of late because Oh my gosh, the history of like text messages that I get when I wake up of like mm -hmm. this person's sick or this person has passed away or this person, just a lot of different things where I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep because I want to wake up to something bad or like I'm not going to be able to sleep in peace not knowing what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did stumble across that verse and I was like, God, like mm -hmm. you see me even yeah. in my problems and like words of like wanting to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And it was just so amazing. And he did give me peace in that because I'm like, I trust in God and he can keep me throughout the night and he can yeah. keep my family and he can keep all the other things that I'm like worried about. Yeah. And so uh, I'm just so happy that verses like that are in the Bible because yeah. I'm like, God, it's perfect. Because God doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. So he's always awake. And so he's That's always able to be point. in control, even when we asleep. Yes. When we are asleep. <laughs> um, yes. He's able to still be in control. And so yeah. we're still able to have peace because he's still there. He's still there. That's a good point. Because it's like, man, if I'm not awake, then every, the world is going to shut down. Yeah. Go crazy. That's but not like, true. No, God is in control. And mm -hmm. he is still just sovereign and able to keep us, even while we're we're not active and it's yeah. just so great it is. oh that is so good thank you for sharing that yeah. okay so some of my favorite verses when it comes to peace um is isaiah 26 3 i'm actually about to get a new tattoo i'm gonna get a new tattoo guys it's gonna be like right here and you're gonna be like the first people to know about it but um it's gonna say like you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you 
And I was just like, oh, that's one of my favorites. Just keeping your mind, just thinking about the Lord. He's keeping you in perfect peace. And then John 14, 27, which says, peace I leave with you, um, my peace, not as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So obviously we see that there's a difference between the peace. Like the world can give us some peace and then God can give us peace. So what are the differences between the world's peace and God's peace? So I think this is a very good question because I think people today try and find peace in other things, whether it's meditation, (laughs) breathing exercises, or tea, which I think all those things are really good. Mm -hmm. And I think that they are definitely good ways to bring temporarily yourself just refocused. Mm -hmm. So don't hear me saying don't do those things because I think those are awesome. But I think that the true peace that Christ brings is just saturated in all things and it's like I said earlier it's constant and it's unchanging regardless of the circumstances and so even when you're in the middle of persecution or war or even like smaller things like the daily stresses of life you can still feel that spiritual peace because it's not dependent on what's going on around you or how focused your mind is but you're trusting in the Lord regardless of those things. Mm. Whereas the world's peace, it's very much so like, if I take a walk outside in nature and just refocus my mind, that does bring a kind of temporary peace. Yeah. But, but what if you don't go on that walk? Yeah, but what if <laughs> like, you don't have the time to go yeah, on that walk? Or what yeah. if like somebody who you love passes away? Like yeah. those things are going to happen. But I think that's where God's peace is different is yeah. because it doesn't hinge on circumstances because God doesn't hinge on circumstances. Yeah. So. I remember literally like two weeks ago, one of my close friends from church, her mom passed away. And she's like not that much much older than me, but she's like 30. Um, and like everybody like came to the funeral and the family, they were like sad. But you could also tell that they were just not like completely like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like I just, I can't move. I can't function. And they were able to like talk to everybody and they were like, we are able to still have hope and still have peace and still be together because we know who God is. And yeah. we know that our mom is, like, with him. And, like, we don't even know how we're not falling apart. Yeah. But, like, it's the supernatural yeah. peace of God. And that's something that unbelievers don't have because mm-hmm. they're like, what am I going to do now? But we do have that hope and peace in Christ. And yeah. so... Yeah, even when things don't work out. And, like, sometimes yeah. tea, I'm like, okay, I'm drinking all the tea in the world. Yeah, I'm still very so much tea. <laughs> yeah, but... Because, I don't know, I think you're right. Like, the supernatural peace of God, like, that's something that I pray for myself, but also most I mostly use this to pray for other people. Like, the peace that passes all understanding. Mm-hmm. It says that somewhere in the Bible. Yeah, um, that's one of my favorite verses. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Because it's, like, the world's peace makes sense because mm-hmm. you do these things and peace makes sense yeah but god's peace it like passes all understanding and i use that verse when i'm thinking like i don't understand what's happening to me right now like and it's just the craziest most chaotic thing in the entire world mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like god's peace still transcends all the things even the things i don't understand even the things that i think are unfair like, yeah it still transcends all of that and it's it's amazing god is just so good it really is it really is oh so much peace it's just it's great okay so when we talk about walking in the fruit of the spirit of peace does that just look like okay i'm not gonna argue with you does it look like i'm not gonna worry anymore like 
what does walking in peace look like? And I know that God in, in his word causes us to <laughs> calls us to walk in peace mm-hmm. all the time. So how do we live out this fruit of the spirit specifically? I know that's a big question. But <laughs> no, yeah, it is. And well, let me let me read what I wrote down. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about this and this is my thought. It's I've said spiritual peace is not the absence of conflict in our lives. It's learning to rely completely on God in those times and trust that he will be there to care for us and so kind of like what I've said like we can yeah. still have peace in the crazy times yeah um because like the Lord is constant yeah um but I noticed did you say practical ways mm-hmm. to live out peace okay I noticed that a way that I can tell when I'm trusting the Lord with peace um kind of like Exodus fourteen fourteen. yeah I think. it says I will, the Lord will fight for you, you mm-hmm. need only to be still. And so I find that in the times when I do feel like I'm standing still before the Lord, I overthink things so much less. Yeah. And I'm a big overthinker. <laughs> um, I tend to overthink just about everything. Yeah. And so I find that even if it's the little things, like if I'm trusting in the peace of God, then I yeah. overthink less. And so like when my decision about union and ballet, I was overthinking so much. Mm-hmm. But then once I made the decision and I felt the peace, I... I didn't overthink it anymore. Yeah. And that, like, continues into other areas yeah. of, like, trusting that, like, God's in control. And so it's okay if all of these tiny little things don't align and you don't have to overthink it because God is, he's in control. He will fight for you. That you is so good. I, I really, when I think about what you just said, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about, like, God is not the author of confusion, mm-hmm. but he is, like, not the... He's the author of, like, clarity and peace yeah. and all this thing. And I'm like, okay, if I'm living in confusion, I am... This is not from the Lord, mm-hmm. and I'm not walking where God wants me to walk. Because mm-hmm. I'm just... I don't know. I'm just confused. And my thoughts, like you said, I'm overthinking. I'm rabbly and, like, yeah. all this stuff. So, but that's not the way that God wants us to live. He, yeah. he doesn't orchestrate that. Or he's not in confusion. So, yeah. Yeah. And... Like, when you are living in peace and you're not overthinking things and you're trusting in the Lord, you're able to put the focus on other people. Mm -hmm. Because when you are overthinking, you're all up in your head. And so it's very inwardly focused. But if you trust, the Lord has this under control. Like, I can lie down and sleep in peace. Then you're able to put, direct your attention to other people. Mm -hmm. And... It's very hard to direct your attention to other people when you're just thinking in your mind about all the things you need to worry about. Oh, yeah. So. I completely isolate when I am, like, yeah. overwhelmed and confused and, like, I'm like, don't talk to me. I don't want to be with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that, like, kind of goes into, like, the other fruits of the spirit that we've been discussing, which is, like, love and joy. And, like, the thing that we have been talking about was, like, the way that you treat other people is a very good indicator of the yeah. way um, of how you're walking in that fruit of the spirit. It like, sure. if you're overwhelmed or anxious, you are not about to love people. You are not joyful. You can't. <laughs> you, you really can't. You're just all by yourself and, like, in your head. Um, and I think this morning I was reading a devotional in Philippians, and it was talking about when we are complaining and when we're grumbling, our whole attention is on the problem and mm-hmm. it's on worrying and it's on overthinking mm-hmm. when our whole attention should be on, on Christ, you know, and how big he is. And that gives us that peace. So, oh, it's good. Thank you, Reva. Do you have anything else to say for that one? Are you good? That's, 
think that's that's it. That's kind of my thoughts right now. Yeah, yeah. as it should be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think are some universal peace disruptors? What are some things that are just those things that just cause us to not have peace? Maybe it's like little things in our life that we're like not operating in peace or it's big things. I don't know. But like what are some that like applies to everybody Mm -hmm. that you think of? I well from the perspective of someone who's in college Mm -hmm. and is also an RA and has has an outside job and is involved in other things on campus and schoolwork and like so many people here are. Um, I think that just busyness in general. Yeah. Like just having so much time allotted and like hour by hour scheduled out which is good like doing a lot of things and being involved in a lot of things is a good thing but it's hard to experience peace if there's so many things in your mind that are like filling the thoughts which obviously like God's peace can transcend those things Mm -hmm. but if you fill your mind with things that are not the Lord, then how are you going to have the peace of the Lord if you're not <laughs> allowing him to come into your mind? Yeah. So just yeah. busyness, I think. Busyness. Um, and also, I mean, in this day and age, I mean, things crazy things be happening left <laughs> and right. You know what I mean? I mean, the pandemic, yeah. we have, there's just a lot of crazy things that yeah. are going on in the world. And I think it's easy for us to get wrapped up in things that are happening overseas and things that are happening within the United States. And because of social media, it's all so present. Mm -hmm. I think that it's a big peace disruptor when we're consumed with things that are so outside the realm of our control. Yes. (laughs) So. Oh, social media. I feel like that is a peace disruptor. It really is. There's so many like toxic and negative things on here that it's just like. Oh, God. Like, by the time you get off, you're just, like, depressed and sad yes. and, like, worried yes. about the whole world blowing up. So, yes. Yes, that is a big peace disruptor. So, would you say that we would, as believers, would you recommend, like, cutting back a little bit on the social media that we use? Is that something that you have done and, like, have seen change your mindset and give you a little more peace or what? I think... I think it depends. Mm-hmm. I... I personally am not the kind of person to to track, especially, like, world news. Like, I'm not the kind of person to just track it day by day. Yeah. So, that has never been a super big distraction for me personally. But as far as, like, Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and all of those things, I think it is a really fine line because, to some extent, if it really is a big problem for you to get wrapped up in those things and get wrapped up in comparison because that's also, like, a big way to steal peace if you're comparing comparing um then I think it is good to maybe cut back on that or maybe cut it out for a time I know I enjoy social media because I enjoy getting to keep up with friends that I don't keep up with in other ways Mm -hmm. who live in other parts of the country or other parts of the world so for me it's been trying to find like the balance because I do want to be involved in people's lives in that way but also too much of that I do tend to lean towards the comparison. Mm -hmm. So sometimes what I try and do is if I realize I'm getting wrapped up or I realize I'm wasting all my time, then I'll cut it out for a season. Yeah. And then once I've regained a good mindset, then I'll, I'll put it back. Yeah. Or even I think somebody told me, like, making sure that you 
are understanding what's on your feed. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're following a whole bunch of people yes. that are constantly, like, complaining or yes. constantly, like, telling all this, like, crazy world news all yes. the time and getting you wrapped up, then maybe not follow certain people. Yes, <laughs> Because that'll, sure. like, give you not a lot of peace. So that's something that I had to, like, watch out for because I ended up just following a lot of different things and I was like, this person is always making me anxious about mm-hmm. something and I like I don't need that in my life yeah I love that person but I'm like I can't like, yeah yeah your social media page is not it you have to know so, those kind yeah. of things that trigger you so but I like what you said about finding the balance it's mm-hmm. good because we need balance yeah Ugh. yeah and I don't think social media is necessarily an evil thing I know yeah. a lot of Christians think that like social media is love the devil <laughs> but personally I'm not in that mindset <laughs> um, I think that there yeah. are very evil things that can come from social media but I do think it is a good way to keep up with people, and I think it is a good way to, I don't know, it can be a platform to share the gospel if you do it correctly, yeah. and I don't think it's necessarily all satanic. Yeah. And it's a good way to just like be knowledgeable about things in the world, because I do think it is good to be aware of main things. I don't think you should live under a rock, okay? <laughs> but it, it's all a balance. Yeah, so. it is. It is a balance. If, if social media is all that you're consuming, then obviously you're going to not be walking in the peace of the yes. Lord, but... If you are balancing out, like, okay, I'm on social media, but I'm also spending a lot of time in the Word. Or, mm-hmm. like, with people that are actually uplifting and, like, encouraging and all the things. Then, yeah. I agree. I completely agree. I was like, oh, my gosh. We're in the in the Lent season. I don't know if you guys celebrate Lent or not. I, my mentor does. And I was like, I don't know what I would give up for 40 days. Like, I have no idea. She is giving up social media. And I was like... God, could I give up social media for 40 days? Um, Because that's a lot. But also, I'm doing the podcast, so I'm I'm using you guys as my excuse to not do that for later. (laughs) 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 But at the same time, like, um, also just figuring out, like, if social media is becoming, like, an idol in your life, and, like, you're Mm -hmm. like, I can't let this go, then maybe also try to let it go for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, I think we already talked about practical ways that we can mm-hmm. rest in Christ. And did you have any more practical ways that you've talked about or you're good? Yeah, I think, oh, practical ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think a practical way, one practical way is just, I know this sounds kind of cliche because I feel like it's the, the solution to a lot of things, but I really think it is. I think the Bible is very important due to it being the word of God. Yeah. And so I personally, when I have been struggling with peace, like repeating that verse, though I don't sleep in peace verse, has been very helpful for me. Or like I cast all my anxieties on him because he cares for me. Um, just little verses like that, just having them memorized so that when you are anxious, you can repeat those. And if you're filling your head with things of the Lord, then there's not room for other things to creep in because you can only think about one thing at a time even though it feels like you think about hundreds of things at a time realistically you can't like you think about one thing at a time and so if you're thinking about things of God you're dwelling on things of God especially in times when you are very anxious like that's part of why the Bible is here is to encourage us and uplift us when we're when we're down. When we're down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we're down. So, I, I'm doing a, a Bible study with my girls in this building, and it's all about taking captive of your thoughts mm-hmm. and making them obedient to Christ. Mm-hmm. Because our thoughts 
are wild. They like, are. they are crazy. And she talks about how the battlefield is really in our mind. Like, for mm-hmm. real. Like, the worst war is going on between our ears. And I was like, that is so true. Um, but she was, like, meditating, like you said, on the word of God. Constantly, like, refilling, like, fear with faith. And constantly mm-hmm. refilling doubt with God's peace. And, like, all these other things. Yeah. Like. It just, it switches your mindset to living in peace rather than It does. And a practical way that I've found to be helpful in trying to fill your mind with the things of God is just trying to empty your mind of things that you're already thinking about. And so, uh, a man once told me about this method, and it's where you draw, if you're about to journal or you're about to do something and you need, you want to empty your mind of anxiousness or worries, then you can draw a empty cup on a piece of paper and in the cup you write down all the things that you're thinking about whether it's things that you're worried about or if you just need to remember to buy toothpaste at the store you write (laughs) down toothpaste and just all the things that are filling your mind and then once they're all written out and you can just see them there I don't know what it is it's just a lot easier for your mind to be open to other things because you realize like this is what I'm thinking about this is what I'm anxious about this is what I need to remember and some of those things are good to think about later, so that's why you write them down. Yeah, it's like a brain dump. Just it like is, it is. And so you just there. put it on the page, and then somehow, at least for me and other people that I've talked to who've tried this method, it's just really helpful mm. in order to try and clear your mind and empty it. Yeah, and then maybe refill it with work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's something that I used to do a lot before quiet times, yeah. because I would be thinking about a lot of things and would have a hard time focusing on the word, and so I'd be like, ah, oh, I need to... <laughs> <laughs> empty my cup out so. especially in college like I feel mm-hmm. like we go at a hundred miles per hour mm-hmm. and we are always thinking about something the next assignment what social event you're going to what you're about to do with your friends what you're going to eat and like mm-hmm. all this stuff and it's just crazy like I, I don't even know I don't know what happens in my brain half the time but that is a good practical way to do brain dumps we're going to start doing brain dumps on teaching <laughs> testimonies yes. because Oh my gosh, that's so good. That's yes. a great practical way. Okay, we always end our show with you telling me three things or three simple joys oh. that stir your affections for Christ. You're like, Jesus, thank you for this. Like, mine would be French fries. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, I mean. the Lord, <laughs> yes. thank you. Like, you just, you sent French fries down for me. Like, <laughs> just, just really, to enjoy. Yes. Just to enjoy. Honestly. Yes. Okay, this is a good question. Mm-hmm. One that I haven't thought about. Yeah. But I am thinking about it right now. Um, <laughs> and the first thing that came to my mind is just warm weather and sunshine. Mm-hmm. Because that's how it is right now. After being in a season of such cold and rainy winters, the sunshine just really does make me feel so thankful. And it just makes me feel like the Lord cares about me. Yes. <laughs> he made this weather warm. Yes. The clouds are gone. Yes. The sun is here. Yes. yes. Um, and then something else is mountains. When I'm looking at mountains. Because it just reminds me every time I see mountains that the Lord didn't have to make the earth so beautiful. And he could have made us live in a literal box. <laughs> and just drink nothing but, like, water. And that, that would have been really sad. And, but we would have been okay, you know? And he would have cared for us, but he didn't. And just, like, the grandeur and the splendor of the mountains just reminds me of that. that like, how kind he is to us and just the little things. Um, and then 
The last one? Okay, this is kind of, this is like, okay. So, <laughs> I don't, okay, so Red Lobster Biscuits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't eat it very often, but I just remember being a child. And I got a Red Lobster Biscuit, and I was like, heaven is for real. Yeah. Like, this Red is why, you know? And, but, which, that's, Red Lobster Biscuits is a silly example, but when I eat really good food, like, like the French fries, you yes. know? It's just another reminder that, like, the Lord really does care. And he could have made food. Tastes like nothing. Yeah, he but He didn't have doesn't. to give us taste buds. But he doesn't. I was just talking to Fran Thomas on her podcast episode mm. about how God did not have to give us taste buds. Mm-hmm. But he did. But he did. Just so we can enjoy food. Yes, exactly. What a blessing. And <laughs> so when food is just really good, like bread, lobster, biscuits... Um, it's just, it just really reminds me of that. Yes, I'm going to have to, like, just slide you some Red Lobster biscuits. Honestly, you know, you awesome. can buy them at Walmart know, and make them yourself. We have at my home. They're just so good. I haven't done it in a There's... long time. <laughs> I might just, I might, for being on the podcast, I'll buy you a little box. Oh, my box gosh. You be so <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so good. Well, thank you for being on the show, yes, Lisa. I just, such stop. a blessing talking about peace. Okay, you guys, so this was episode three of Season Testimonies, um, all about peace. I, I hope that you are able to listen to this and re-listen to it. Um, do the brain dumps and then start filling your brain with the word of the Lord and just continue to like rest in him. Realize that you can go to sleep in peace. You can live in peace. You can just continue to rely on the Lord because he's always in control. Even when you're not and even when our world is not, he is in control. Um, So just meditate on that and find rest in that because he is for us and he is faithful. Um, So you guys can find this as usual on YouTube, on Spotify. You can always go to my Instagram on Season Testimonies Instagram and just find this video. But this is all that we have for you today. I hope that you leave going to tell your story, encouraging other people and drinking delicious teas. We will see you next week.